Sunday. Good afternoon, my friends. It's Sunday, and that means ain't you a peach. And, well, the show really don't go till you've heard your daily hello. Hit the beautiful bean footage, boys. Play. Thank you. Good afternoon, my fellow ain't you a peaches. Happy, happy Sunday. I hope everybody had a fantastic Veterans Day. Thank you all for your service. It's the 316th day with only 49 remaining in 20 and 23. Today is National Pizza with the Works, except anchovies. This annual pizza holiday gets the spotlight with olives, pepperoni, sausage, peppers, and onions. How about some mushrooms and bacon? And yes, pineapple does go on pizza. All approved, just no fishies. This is a great day to take your pizza making to the maximum other than the anchovy thing. There is no limit to the kinds of pizzas you can make. You can explore thin crust, thick crust, tough crust, South African crust, whatever crust you want. Get you some yum. It's National Chicken Soup for the Soul Day. And that celebrates who you are and how you got there. Take time to nurture your soul. A little chicken soup does a lot of good. It's warm and hearty. As we cup our hands around the bowl, the heat radiates into our bodies. The steam hits our face with comforting aroma. Similar to what chicken soup does for our bodies, the regular nurturing of our souls benefits our health. Whether you pick up a book, meditate, or go for a long walk, reflect on who you are and your achievements. It's National French Dip Day. Yum. I just had an imitation one from Arby's yesterday. That serves up hot and tender slices of roasted beast on a French roll. Makes a delicious sandwich. Sometimes cheese is added. No, nay, nay, says I. However, the key ingredients are the ajou. And they say spicy mustard. Nay, nay, says I. The combination of tender beef swimming in a flavorful bath of pan drippings absorbed into a crusty roll makes a French dip a decadent, a multi-napkin experience everyone needs to have. What's the best kind of weather for growing guns and roses? November rain. Ah. Ooh, that was terrible. I mean, that was way terrible. That was even terrible by my standards, and y'all know I can get really bad on some of these one-liners. That one was just, ooh, bad, 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 very much bad. Although I did see Guns and Posers, as somebody used to like to call them, in concert one time, only once. It's because they destroyed the theater that they were playing in, Amphiport. It was Riverport Amphitheater in uh, St. Louis. Well, it was in St. Louis County. But yeah, they tore that place down. Didn't even get to see the show. Some guy took a picture of, I guess, Axel. He got nuts and the war started. All right, my friends. Today, mm-hmm, today I have a good one. Not necessarily for the kiddies' ears, per se, because some of the subject matter is going to be interesting, but... That's how I came up with the title of that. Don't go there. Because I got stories of stuff that people have inserted in their bodes where stuff shouldn't have been inserted. 
you know, there's one on here where a guy has a light bulb. And it ain't the kitchen door that shuts and the light goes out. The light was never on on this one. This is going to be a um, cringe-worthy show. So let's see. I've got a story from BuzzFeed from a uh, Daniela Emmanuel, and it was from a 20 and a 19. Huh, do we have a 19 sound or do we start with 20? I see 20, 21. 22 and 3. Yeah, no, we don't have a 19. I guess life was still life in 19. All right, uh, and that's 17, the most horrifying things found inside the human body. Then we're going to move on over to a ranker, and uh, they have the 14 craziest objects ever found inside people from Rachel Stewart. And then we'll move on over to a frisky. And this one is the one that even makes me hurt. It's weird things that people have gotten stuck in their, mm, they said peens, P-E-N-S, but it's dudes, dudes with the Audis down below, stuff they stuck in them. No, it's exit only. And then should there still be time, we're moving on to a campus magazine. Things men have shoved up their holes from a campus.sg. So, Campus Magazine, strange stuff. Then, presuming there's still time, Leonard uh, meteor showers are coming up, um, not this weekend, but the upcoming weekend, next Saturday. You ever notice how I find stuff for you a Saturday out? It's better than going, hey, yesterday, did you see it? This way you have a whole week to get ready. That's if we have time. So, without much else, um, I suggest... You've already been, right, to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. You've already got your coffee. Because you need a nice, good cup of coffee. To, this is going to be mind-boggling, mind-blowing today. That's right. So, yeah, AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's where you go to get the best coffee on the planet. Super simple, easy peasy. Just pop on over there. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. All kinds of flavor. Uh, let's see. There's, uh, you like flavored coffees? There's Watson's White Chocolate Caramel. And uh, speaking of Watson, he's on Monday through Friday on the Mojo of Five O Network. That's right, Mojo Five O. And uh, you can catch Watson at uh, I get it's on at seven a.m. until eight a.m. Monday through Friday, and then right after that, you get uh, the Daily Mojo with Ron and Brad. Oh, Brad, you know, he even has a coffee. There's the uh, Brad's Brown Bag. Yes, I have to close my eyes to say that one, because I got to see the words coming out. That one's just a tongue a twister. There's also, uh, oh, I don't know, there's the Off-Track Syndicate Blend. Yeah, uh, Off-Track Syndicate. Yeah, there's a show that's on Sunday nights here on Mojo. And there's uh, Kenzie and Melissa and Professor Reverend Rusty J. Lugnuts. And uh, let's see, uh, Knights at St. Nee. And then uh, after that's a two-hour show, on the second hour, they uh, play the blank game. They like people to call in and you answer the questions. Joe was so fat. How fat was he? He was so fat he couldn't. And then you have to fill in the blank. At Sunday nights at uh, what time? That's right. 8 p.m. So you got shows all over Mojo to watch and get your American Pride Roasters coffee with them flavored shows in it and uh, 
chill out and check them out. All right, now back to us here on Ain't You a Peach. Like I say, this is uh, from Augustus of uh, 2019, Miss Daniela, Daniela Emmanuel. And it's uh, 17 of the most horrifying. I don't have a scream. I need a sounder with a scream. Eek! Do we have anything close for an eek? Uh, no, zipper wouldn't cricket. Crickets? Yeah, no, that's not. We need an eek. I don't have an eek. No scream, no eek. I need a scream or an eek. All right. Uh, let's continue with the shoe, my friends. Now, here's 17 of the most horrifying things ever found inside. Now, uh, Ms. Daniela goes on to say, we recently asked medical professionals in the BuzzFeed community about the weirdest things they've ever found inside a patient's body. Here are horrifying stories. A numero uno, a piece of Velcro in a prisoner's penis. Ow, ow, ow. Velcro has some little hooky things. Ow, 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 ow. Uh, one night, I had a prisoner who jammed a piece of Velcro up into his penis where it had gotten stuck and things had started to swell. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Apparently, this was his third hospitalization for this kind of thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, exit only. It goes that way, that way, not this way. <laughs> Number two, a fingerling potato. That's what about size your thumb, fingerling potato. Inside a woman's uterus, a woman came in complaining of pain in her uterus. She had evidently admitted that a few months ago, a few months ago, she and her boyfriend wanted to have sex, but they didn't have any contraceptive, so they improvised by using a fingerling potato. By the time she came to the clinic, it had taken root in her uterus and actually sprouted a leaf that could be seen at her cervix. Oh my gosh. Wait a minute, we do have a wah wah wah. Oh my goodness. Wah wah wah? No drama. Yeah. Oh goodness. That's scary. Ooh. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, you, you just pick this gal up on a date, you go out, and if things get frisky, you're back in her house and you're gonna do the old, you know. Mm, tonsillectomy down air stairs. Hey, there's stuff growing. Yeah, no, no. Uh, number three, dentures in a man's throat. Okay, that's not so bad. They had a patient constantly spitting up really thick white sputum and unable to eat. We had an endoscopy uh, performed on him, and it turns out the patient had swallowed his dentures. They were just hanging out in his throat, somehow not choking him to death. Oh, Ooh, this doesn't even sound good. Number four, a ham sandwich underneath a woman's boob. What? So if you just had a little... Yeah, I mean, I've heard of people, I've heard of gals putting their phone under their boob to hold it, but a Sam Hamich? We admitted a markedly obese patient with uncontrolled chest pain. Standard procedure is uh, a bath, a hibbleclines, Hibiclens, H-I-B-I-C-L-E-N-S. So that's lens. Hibiclens, Hibiclens, bath to prevent infection upon arrival to the unit. I found a molded, molded ham sandwich under the 
fold of one of her breasts, to which she exclaimed, I wondered what happened to that sandwich. Oh, my gosh, no. Uh, number five, a swimming pool noodle in a man's rectum. Whoa. No, again, exit only. Uh, my first night as an ER tech, not me, I'm reading the story. Uh, my first night as an ER tech, a guy came in waddling in and wouldn't initially tell us what happened. Once we got him back, he told us that he had slipped while lounging by the pool and there was an entire, entire poodle, pool noodle shoved about seven inches into his rectum. So that's like, that much. At least I think that's seven inches. Yeah, I'm about, yeah, that's about right. All right. Uh, okay, now this one I can see. Number six, a popcorn kernel in a kid's ear. Yeah, we anesthetized a seven-year-old who couldn't hear out of one of his ears so the doctor could get a better look in it. She pulled out not one, but three unpopped kernels. The kid swore he had never seen them before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. The next one, a Yankee candle. Isn't that one of the big Yankee candles? are great big ones, right? And it was in a gentleman's derriere. That's not how they phrase it. That's how I'm phrasing it. Yep, a three-wick, three-wick Yankee candle was lodged inside a man's rectum uh, when he was slipping, getting out of the shower. Hey, ooh, that'd have been a hot time on the old, let's see, roasted Cullens on an open candle. Yeah, no, no, no. Hey, uh, number eight, a dozen nuts and bolts in a man's bladder. Bladder. Okay, you can only get to the bladder one way. You ain't, you ain't forcing nuts and bolts through kidneys. That ain't happening. In San Francisco in the 1980s, a guy came into the ER with pain above his pelvic bone. The x-ray showed something suspicious. The surgeon removed a dozen, that's 12, nuts and bolts from his bladder. There's only one way to get those things in there. <laughs> See, that's what I said. And only, no, why would you, well, let me just shove a nut. Mm, I've heard of getting, no, I'm not going there. No, 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 no. A uh, screwdriver in someone's colon. Well, you know, they didn't pull uh, that guy from Game of Thrones, the sword swallower. <laughs> a screwdriver in their colon that had been hanging out in there for about a month. It required a surgeon to remove. It was a Phillips head. Oh, fire truck. Oh, uh, Dan, you know, one of those little eyeballs that swings around, you know, like when you move it, it has the, the little black pupil in there, sits at the bottom until you spin it around the little disc. Okay. They're called googly eyes. A googly eye in a girl's ear. Yeah, that's not so bad. I'm an audiologist. One time I was doing a STEM event for a high school girls and was demonstrating a video otoscopy. I looked in to one of their ears, and there was a googly eye staring back at me. Uh, she said she had put it in there when she was much younger, and 
could hear it rattle when she would shake her head. Oh, my God. Hadn't she ever been to the doctor? This was in high school. I mean, when I go to the doctor, he looks in my ears. Hey, there's a googly eye in there. Yeah, it's fine. Number 11. A porcelain pig in an elderly man's rectum. Rectum, hell, that probably killed him. When I was in school to become a medic, our trauma instructor told us a story about an elderly gentleman who had a porcelain pig stuck up his butt. They said rectum. Yeah. Rectum hell. It had bacon and killed him. Number 12, potato salad. What? Potato salad in a woman's vagina? Oh. My friend's mom was a nurse for many years, and she said the strangest thing she ever saw was a girl who came in because her boyfriend had stuffed her vagina with potato salad. Oh, 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 oh. You know, potato salad is hard and lumpy. I wonder if you went to uh, preparewithmojo50.com. Yes, that's preparewithmojo50.com. If you went over there, because that's your, your portal into uh, My Patriot Supply, they have food. They have the two-week and the two-month. Yeah, two-month. Two-week and two-month, I do believe. If memory serves right, on sale so you can save money. And it's uh, got a 25-year shelf life. Uh, unlike the Cal's potato salad. <laughs> and it uh, comes completely packed, nutritious. Great choice for when the apocalypse comes up, not for date night. No, I don't recommend it for date night. So uh, get on over there. That's preparewithmojo50.com. Preparewithmojo50.com. Or here's some grub for when the fan hits the shan or shan hits the fan. However, Stag Brad says it. Yep. All right, we're rolling down this list really quick. I think we got like four of, sh- of them left. A butternut squash in a man's rectum. Okay. Now, aren't butternut squashes them great big? I mean, they're like this long and that big and round. What in the fire truck? My dad used to work as an EMT in his early 20s. One night, they brought a man in who had a whole-ass butternut squash up his rectum. His excuse when they asked him how it had gotten there, he claimed to have been gardening naked at 12 o'clock in the morning. I don't know of any kind of exit only. All of my orifices go out. Well, I mean, yeah, everything goes out. Yeah, out. Ooh. Okay, it must have to... All right, when I first read this he- this this headline, it says, A bike pump in a man's rectum. And I'm thinking the old bike pumps like we had as a kid that were about three foot tall, had the hose coming out of the bottom and a handle that you put your foot on the bottom and you stood there and you used the handle up and down. I mean, they were about this long. How in the hell could that get this done? And then I got to thinking, I wonder if it means one of those little, little round ones like you store on your bike in case you get a flat and you just... It's like you're... Trying to get it. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's see what uh, let's see what it says. I had a patient who told us someone put something up there and he didn't know what it was. <laughs> it looked very nondescript on the x-ray. I was able to sedate him and remove it in the EAR and per examination by myself and about mm, 10 other medical staff. We were all realized uh, it was a portable bike tire pump. I told you it had to be a portable bike. 
Jesus. Uh, uh, a bottle cap and a man's throat. Okay. I've heard of people, you know, before when we had soda cans, it had a pop tab. You'd pop the tab and put it back in the can. I've heard of people getting those caught in their throat, but, well, bottle cap. I had a patient who had a bottle cap stuck in his throat. He didn't even feel it in there. We had to use a small medical net to fish it out. When he told him, he suddenly remembered drinking some water three days ago and not being able to find the cap. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Now, see, when it said bottle cap, I'm thinking like on a beer bottle, metal, you know, about yay being ripped with, with spiky sides on it. All right. This is one of those plastic screw tops. All right. His throat got screwed when his water became unscrewed. How about a gold fit? Whoa. Talk about getting near uh, slimy jigglies. A goldfish in a woman's vagina. I used to be a 911 operator. I once took a call from a lady with a goldfish stuck in her vagina. No idea if it was live or dead when it went in, but she couldn't get it out because the scales were facing the wrong way. Oh, so I guess it must have been a live squirming, wiggly jiggly. Oh. No, 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 no. We're getting close to break. A cheeseburger in a woman's vajayjay. Oh, my God. My sister is a nurse, and she had to remove a cheeseburger from someone's. Talk about having some place to store. Hey, that worked out pretty good because we're about, oh, this close to the break. And uh, we got through the whole first page. How cool. And there's no pictures on there. That 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 page didn't have any have any pictures we got both breaks in on the first break and they say it's getting re real close um what's the next one we're going to do this would see some of these are still benign oh it's getting better oh yeah it's going to get better it, it gets deeper as we progress down the story list all right um yeah i guess we could start it because we still got a, a little bit of space this is from Ranker, and it's uh, Ranker.com. 14 craziest objects ever found inside people. And it was from Rachel Stewart from June of 2019. And yeah, remember we looked. We don't have a sounder for 2019. But we're real close to the first. The first beep's going to go off here, like at 23, I'll bet. Coming up, coming up. And it says 23. <laughs> I thought it was 23. I'll do her first paragraph because we're fixing to hit beeps and break. This is a collection of the craziest objects ever found inside people who knew a complaint of a stomach ache could be so sinister and, let's face it, hilarious. From an inmate with a over 30 objects found in his rectum, to lawyers with weird fetishes, to a woman who ate an entire set of cultery. You heard the witch, see, I told you. So it goes off at 2330. Um, yeah, 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 I heard you, 2330, now I know. Here are the weirdest things ever find in Sayada, people complaining of inexplicable stomach pains. Seriously, what the fire truck? Uh, this list will leave you marveling at the wonders of the human mind, wondering why on earth these people would condemn themselves to such strange and memorable fate. 
Not your average party story. Once you see the list of crazy subjects to be found inside people, there won't be much left out there to shock you. Okay, so 2330 is when the first beepily goes off. And um, that's cool. See, always before, I could always hear the beeps, but I couldn't see the counter, you know, the clock. So I rearranged the screen after last week's show, or for last week's show, I should say, to be able to see. There's a music play for See you in two, folks. Recently discovered in a small subsection of the Green New Deal, the United States Air Force is moving away from conventional explosive ordnance. Being considered to replace these terrible weapons are more ecologically friendly weapons, such as cat coolers, to be used like anvils in a wily Coyote cartoon. Recently declassified audio from deep inside Cheyenne Mountain. General, come quick. The Chinese have taken over the island beachhead. What should we do? Release the cat coolers! The first cat cooler dropped, activated a ball volcano on impact. The cooler still has ice in it and was used as a life raft by 26 island refugees. China has signaled their unconditional surrender and it is anticipated that the cat cooler will never again be used in such a destructive way. What? China surrendered, G.I. Joe! No more drop a cat cooler! No coolers were harmed in the making of this ad, but the island is a total loss. Cat coolers does not recommend dropping coolers from planes, but the video is really cool, and it's still illegal to smuggle a cat into New Mexico. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-562-2407-800-562-2407-800-562-2407. That's 800-562-2407. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. finger dancing <coughs> I didn't need that long anyway good afternoon everybody welcome back to ain't you a beach right here on a mojo five I'm still a leprechaun as I was in the first half I didn't get up and go nowhere uh, today we have been talking about people who have uh, strange stuff inserted in themselves by uh, <laughs> Either themselves or someone else. 
No way, Jose. I ain't doing it. I ain't gonna. No. All right. We're on the Ranker story. And uh, we're picking up with their, how many things did they have? They have 14 things. Numero uno, a loaded gun. What? A loaded gun. Are you on drugs? When you're headed for jail, the last thing you want is to commit a felony that adds years and years to your sentence, right? Well, apparently no one told 21-year-old Dallas Archer of Tennessee, figure she'd be from next door, that the loaded gun she had stashed in her body parts would do just that. When she was booked into jail in 2014, she presumably figured that there would be the safest place for a loaded weapon. Uh-huh. Instead, she had been charged with introducing a contraband into a penal facility, and she will serve several years in prison. As a bonus, the gun was stolen, only adding to her charges. If you think that was bad, you won't believe where someone found a knife. Yeah, no, we're not looking at the knife. And number two, oh, and there's a picture on this one. Ouch. A man tries to fish out a vibrator with salad tongs and is unsuccessful. Ouch. An anonymous male individual, can't imagine why this stallion would want to remain nameless, took a trip to the emergency room after a particularly gruesome vibrator and solid tongue exigent, which I'm sure everyone learns during the first few days of medical school. <laughs> the gentleman in question used the vibrator, which unfortunately got stuck. Unsurprisingly, he was too ashamed to go to the emergency room because he's human. Naturally, the next step was try to correct the problem by himself by fishing the vibrator out with his best salad tongs and failing. After this humiliation, the man was finally turned himself over to medical professionals, and they were able to extract both the tongs and the vibrator for a small fee of tens of thousands of painfully life-ruining dollars. <laughs> oh, my goodness. An entire culturally set. No, seriously, the entire set. Oh, my goodness gracious. Margaret Darlam, a Netherlands native, was admitted to the hospital with searing stomach pains, and her x-ray showed the problem was probably either a giant squid eating her insides in a sideways Bart system head, or a mutated pineapple, a face-hunger alien, or rather an entire set of forks and spoons, nearly 78 utensils total that she had swallowed. Whoa. Why did she eat them instead of using them to eat food? Don't know. They even say who the fire truck knows, but they use the short version. I personally am much more interested in that sweet squid x-ray. But I guess if you're interested in what's wrong with the woman, the operating surgeons, and attending medical professionals on the case, there arise that Dallum was suffering from pica, a disorder that is rare among pregnant women that causes them to crave non-food items. Sufferers often consume dirt, metal, trash, and most likely McDonald's. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. 30 magnets inside an Indiana child. Oh, and there's a little video with this one. Will it let us play the video? This morning oh, yeah, it does. It's a three-minute video. Cool. 
the eight-year-old in question. Well, hey, let's just do the video, shall we? That makes it easier than me read it, and you get to seize it. So we need sound, sound, sound. Big screen, and we'll kill three minutes. Eight-year-old girl who swallowed a total 30 magnets and steel balls that were part of a toy. They ripped eight holes in her intestines. Haley Lentz and her father Jason are joining us from Huntingburg, Indiana. Good morning to you both. Good morning, Maggie. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. Haley, good to see you doing well. Can you tell us why you decided to swallow the magnets? It looked like candy. It looked like candy. So then, Jason, did you see her do this, or did she come and tell you? Well, actually, uh, we didn't know for a couple of days. Uh, the actual incident took place on May 8th, uh, and uh, a couple of days later, uh, Haley wasn't feeling well. Her mother and I thought it was a stomach flu that went on for a couple of days and we uh, of course then took her to the emergency room uh, when she started having severe pains uh, and she was to a point where she really had a hard time even standing up straight. My goodness, I want to I show the viewers what she swallowed. The toy is a magnetics building set and she swallowed 20 of these balls and 10 of these magnets and they attach like this. Now I'd like to show the x-ray. You get to the hospital, they perform an x-ray, and here's what it looks like. They're all over her intestines, and in fact we know that they made eight holes in her intestines. What does the doctor tell you at that point, Jason? Well actually, uh, while we were in uh, the emergency room at Riley's Hospital for Children in Indianapolis, our uh, doctor and uh, surgeon at that time uh, you know, they were just hoping to get the, these objects and these magnets out of her body before uh, holes were formed in her intestines. At the time, they didn't know. And once during surgery, uh, they did determine that it was much worse than they had anticipated. Uh, they were able to uh, repair the holes, uh, but as you said, she did have eight uh, uh, rips in her intestines. How long was this treatment and recovery? Well, actually, uh, you know, the surgery was an overnight surgery, uh, ended on a Tuesday morning about 5 a.m. And uh, Haley spent uh, the next several days, uh, for the most part, uh, you know, kept knocked out where she would not feel much pain. The recovery in the hospital took uh, two weeks. Uh, she was released uh, about a week ago. And then from this point, she is receiving. Isn't that amazing? Magnics. I used to have those, not as a kid. I mean, as I used to get, I liked building stuff with those. Well, see, so you can't eat magnets either. All right, here's a Florida inmate packs 30 items for prison. Uh-oh. To be exact, he packed 17 oxycodone pills, one cigarette, six matches, one flint, one empty syringe with an eraser over the needle tip. Oh, my God. Oh, a lip balm container, one condom, one condom. What the hell is he figure he's going to get lucky in prison? One CVS receipt and a coupon all in his derriere. Oh, my God. The most impressive thing about this feat, however, is that he stuffed all those objects into a condom. What brand is made to survive that kind of packing? I don't know. If that information got out, it would have been great publicity. 
sneaking stuff in prison happens quite often. But this is really the biggest, most varied grab a bag. Oh, God, bad, bad. Oh, bad. Where's the mariachis? Oh, very bad. Grab bag of goodies ever to be almost snuck in. It really would have made for quite a decent first week. Also, there was another condom in there just in case if you're going some usual sex changes in prisons, you might want to be safe about it. Oh, my gosh. All right, no. A a cement enema is found. Yes, this happened. Oh, goodness gracious. People in their early 20s are generally not the best rational decision makers, but this homosexual couple took it to a whole new level. During a particularly heated moment in their lovemaking, the patient's boyfriend poured enema fluid mixed with concrete into his lover's rectum and the stuff hardened and nearly ruptured from a crucial butt anatomy which is doctor talk for the stuff up your butt oh god he explained to the admitting doctors that he had laid flat on the ground lifted his legs up at a 40 feet 45 degree angle feel free to try it no thank you and allowed his lover to pour the mix into his rectum through a funnel which every self-respecting american has in their sex yeah no Uh, The mass had to be surgically removed, but luckily the patient's boyfriend stayed with him through the entire procedure. Love comes in all shapes and sizes, but it's maybe not so effective in the form of enema liquid, especially when mixed with concrete. Uh, That is, unless you're building a parking lot. Oh, no. Seven-inch body spray found up a lawyer's rectum. What? And there's pictures. A 39-year-old lawyer was recently admitted to a university teaching hospital. Oh, great. And you get to show the class. Because he shoved a lady's perfume bottle so far up his rectum he couldn't remove it himself. Even though he had been able to remove it on previous occasions. Uh, Yeah, no. The perfume... The perfume was called Impulse Body Spray. (laughs) I have an impulse. Let me shove this up my... Which actually seems to have worked on this lawyer. Yeah, the bottle measured 3 centimeters by 17 centimeters. And emergency room doctors had to sedate the man with, ooh, spinal anesthesia to remove the rectal foreign body. Ah, that's what it's called in medical terms, a rectal foreign body. Ah, so they had to give him an epidural, which hurts. I'm told I've never had one. And just to take it, oh my gosh. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Mm. Oh, okay, that's, they did it with their hands. Oh, geez, that's even better. They anesthetized him to remove the foreign body with what's called in their, in medical terms, with their bare, sanitized, gloved hands. No, they stuck there. No, 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 no. You're not, they shoved their whole hand, here, let me go just reach up there and grab it. No, I'm not sticking my hand up. No, 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 no. 
the man's rectum swelled up like a happy birthday balloon at the supermarket, but eventually the procedure was successfully performed. Uh, he was offered, but later refused, psychological counseling after the incident. Yeah. Uh, the picture on the left shows the man's perfume filled. Oh, we have pictures. Uh, yeah, no. Oh. A uh, 60-year-old man gets his rocks off with a glass bottle. <gasps> oh, sugars, no. A 60-year-old man was admitted to the hospital with what doctors termed perforaceous perfulnitis or some serious ass damage. <laughs> oh, goodness. At the time, the admitting physicians decided that the butt distraction was a rare, spontaneous occurrence. A year later, the same old man hobbled into the hospital yet again and complained of bloody diarrhea, stomach pains, and not being able to walk well because his ass was so inflamed. After further examination, it discovered that the man's butt did not just magically explode, but rather he had shoved an entire glass bottle all the way up there at some point. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, oh, how do you forget you did this? Hmm, why do I have this excruciating pain in my derriere? Let's see, what did I eat last? I had some tuna, a steak sandwich for dinner last night, light breakfast, some wine. Oh, and I shoved an entire glass bottle up my butt. Oh, no. Oh. No. Uh, how the hell do you forget that you did this? Why do I have this excruciating pain? Let's see. Okay, we did that. Oh, the doctor surgically removed the bottle and the patient made a full recovery. Unfortunately, that was the town's gene pool. And picture man, table picture. Right? Oh. oh. What? A bullet shell. What a low blow. Oh, goodness. An ex-soldier managed to bring the throes of war right to his own body by creating a dangerous suppository, clearly an invitation that would rival renewable energy or real-life Iron Man armor. Oh, my goodness gracious. Apparently, he used a shell to get the bullet all the way up his rectum because it probably seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. Uh, the World War II veterans suffered such bad hemorrhoids that they would get stuck in the seam of his underpants as he walked, kind of like when you have leg hair and you wear boxer briefs. You know what happens. Imagine with, hem with hemorrhoids. Oh, my God. In order to relieve the problem, he always pushed the hemorrhoids back up with an artillery shell from an anti-aircraft gun. So that's like a, a 20 millimeter or 40 millimeter. Oh, God. Oh. On one occasion, the shell got stuck, which forced him to the ER directly before the removal operation when the doctors casually act. Is it spent? It is spent, isn't it? Oh, no, said the man. There's enough ammo in that shoot a blast. A measure spit out of the sky. <laughs> the surgical team was forced to notify an army bomb squad. 
After the bomb squad arrived, the team members built a lead box around his anus and diffused the shell before removing it, making this poor guy's body into an awesome potential weapon of slightly remarkable destruction. Worst part, what if you ran into one of these guys whose job it was, whose salary is paid by the taxpayer to diffuse the potentially explosive shoved up your ass? Oh, oh, goodness. Oh, gosh. Um, I wonder, now, did any of these people go to uh, mojolaserpros.com beforehand to get any of these objects engraved? So they would have a keepsake, you know, maybe with the date that they inserted it. You know, um, Romika Design can make you almost anything. They, They do custom engraving. I don't know if this is what they had in mind, but maybe. But you can get stuff from from over there. That's Mojo Laser Pros. MojoLaserPros.com. And uh, look at all the fine stuff they have. And, and, hey, it's almost Christmas time. Get your Christmas goodies. You know, get your Christmas gifts. Not necessarily a bottle to be, be inserted. Oh, God. But that's MojoLaserPros.com. Oh, God. Another 60-year-old. What is with these old farts? The 60-year-old man claims that thieves shoved an entire Coke bottle up his derriere. Oh, insert breaking the entering joke here. Oh, no. Showing us that sometimes when people tell you exactly where to shove something, that sometimes, just sometimes, they be taken at their word. <laughs> He was constipated for days, probably because the entire bottle was kind of in the way and was eventually admitted to the hospital. Medical records indicate that the doctors had to use a number of tools to get that refreshing beverage out of there, including extra-long forceps and some sort of creepy vacuum from hell. No bomb squad was called for this incident, despite how shaken up the coke was. Oh, my God. What? All right, number 11. We're working our way down the list. 1.5-ton plane. Michael Luito, Mr. Eat It All. Oh, my God. All right, so either European food is actually this bad or people just need to find better hobbies. Michael Lotito, a French native, regularly consumes massive objects like a 1.5-ton plane, an entire car tire, multiple wine glasses, crushed light bulbs. What is with this guy? Medical examiners have studied Lotito's digestive system and circulatory system at length, but they haven't come up with an answer for how on earth he is able to consume all of this machinery. He has a specific clenching and unclenching method for his esophagus and other soft tissues to be able to handle the stress. But my question is, why? Why would you do that? He drinks water and uses the bathroom frequently during meals. <laughs> Important. Important. If the Terminator Skynet apocalypse ever happens, this man will be our only hope. This guy is an urban myth. 
that uh, all robot parents scare the robot kids with when they're misbehaving for not following por- protocol. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, and we haven't even got to the disgusting stuff. So this l- guy literally inhales his Wendy's. Oh, my God. Uh, John Manley, who really earned his last name with this one, he suffered with long-term lung problems from pneumonia to uncontrolled fits of coughing to turning blue in the middle of public places and passing out. Of course, instead of seeking emergency care, Manley decided to ignore the problem in the hopes it would go away just like everything else does. Uh Uh-huh. After one too many public fainting accidents, Manley was finally feeling not so manly, so he decided to go to the hospital with what looked like a tumor on his lung. Turned out the thing was a growth of a piece of Wendy's fork that Manley had accidentally inhaled during a meal at the fast food chain. Ooh. It was golden, gorgeous, plastic Wendy's fork. The old school kind that was gold and shiny. They didn't make them like they used to. Hell, he could probably sell it on eBay. Oh, my God. Caution, your body isn't a purse. I agree. Oh, goodness. I got to make sure to do a second spot this time, don't I? Purses. Well, hey, if you have a purse, does that mean you go to... um, uh, what's it called? MojoMyPillow.com. Yeah. If you go to MojoMyPillow.com and you use the promo code Mojo50 at your checkout, you can save money. You certainly can. And uh, it's super simple, easy peasy to do. MojoMyPillow.com. Shop for all your goodies and then use the promo code Mojo50 at a checkout. Okay. Lawyers seem to have a real problem with losing things up their derrieres, most likely while looking for that stick everyone keeps telling them about. Yeah. A Georgia lawyer, hey, Jamie, a lawyer from your neck of the woods, was apparently showering with his cell phone. Was it waterproof? And managed to slip on a tile and fall against his dog. Your dog's in the shower with you. And plop right up on his ringing cell phone. Oh, wow. Uh, The worst part of the ordeal, other than the forced insertion, is that the phone was ringing. Also, that gives a whole new meaning to butt dial. Oh, God. During the removal surgery, the phone continued to ring three times, in fact, so the surgical team regularly stopped in order to try and silence the ringing and laugh their asses off. It was successfully removed, but with two T's. One can't help but with two T's. Wonder, did he have an embarrassing ringtone? Because <laughs> if it was like, oh, boy, uh, maybe, um, comma, 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 kazi. You know, that Joe, boy George ringtone? Oh, God, that would be bad. Or, I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. Coming from your asshole. That would be funny. Ooh, 20 cobblestones in a Chinese woman's stomach. Well, talk about trying to eat rocks. In uh, 06, a young woman from 
Fajham, China, swallowed more than 20 cobblestones after a fight with her boyfriend, most likely while trying to pave roads to a new emotional beginning. Uh-oh. She assured her a digestive system would naturally flush the stones out of her stomach, but the stones stayed lodged for several days after the incident because nobody heard of passing stones through your system as something that's painful, right? No, uh-uh. She experienced intense pain and discomfort. Gee, I wonder why. Was uh, constantly disturbed by the stones knocking against one another while she walked or moved. Maybe she got too many complaints that she walked around and sounded much like a billiard bar. <laughs> After a trip to the hospital, she underwent surgery to remove them. And, of course, consulting online medical database because those are always perfectly accurate. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, we're about that far. Do we have time for stupid, silly stuff? Um, just name some stuff, okay? A light bulb and a derriere. Oh, hey, we can do a sherzy on this until the break because these are pictures. We're just like one-line headers. Okay, share, share, share. All right. Uh, strange things, people put up their bootay, a light bulb. There's the picture. That's the bulb of the light. No. No, no, no. A tampon soaked in vodka. No. A chocolate chip cannoli. What? A bottle of alcohol trying to steal it. An iPod mini. Does that play the tune? Get me out of here. Glue. What? Glue? Numjucks. At least they seem to have, you know, the soft, fuzzy handles. A candy cane. And it's facing the wrong way. A razor. No, 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 no. A toilet paper holder. A utensil. There it is. A fork. When they say go fork you, did they? Sour Skittles. And we're hitting the bells. A rubber snake. A remote control. And it's way up in there. A bubble stick. Batteries. I wonder if that makes you ACDC. A flashlight. That's so you can see how to get out. A broom. Pennies. That ain't a bank, baby. A shampoo bottle. A minion toy from McDonald's. We made it through all of them. Wow. Those are some strange stuff. And there's even more. I've got one, two, two more tabs with really, really gross stuff. Like uh, uh, a guy stuck string where string shouldn't get stuck. Where was it? Where was it? It's in here. I ain't, yeah, no. How did, no. That's just like crazy. No, 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 no. Pipe cleaners? Here, let me just put pipe cleaners in me. That's so crazy. No, 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 no. Everybody, thank you for tuning in today. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Above all, stay true to yourselves. And hey, guess what? We can do it all over again next week. Anybody that's not on the Daily Hello list and would like to be on the Daily Hello list, send me a friend request on Messenger. Peace out until next week, everybody.
This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5-0.